0: Alright, welcome back, episode two, T.O. Tawaki. The end of the world as we know it. We're going to be talking about uh, preppers, the way they prep, and what they're prepping for. Mm
1: -hmm. So, like, how? Like, what different situations would people, like, try to prep for?
0: I think the main are disaster, Mm -hmm. disease, and um, the collapse of civilization.
1: Yeah, so, like, pretty, like, well-known things. Yeah. It's like... They're not not gonna happen. Yeah, there's a strong possibility.
0: Yeah, and uh, I actually saw that about about twenty percent of Americans prep for things like this. Whether really, yeah, that's about fifty-two million people.
1: Wow. So, like, define like the prepping. Like, what makes a person a prepper? Basically. it can be like, anything. I could have a can of green beans, and I could be like, I prep. Yeah,
0: no. well, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, uh, I would think a prepper is anybody who has prepared for mm-hmm. a disaster. So if you have a, a closet that has food in it, or a cellar that has food in it, and a bag, in case of a tornado, you're a prepper.
1: Yeah. They, they
0: do go to the extremes, though.
1: Which, oh, yeah, 100%. Like, there's people that are dedicating their life to be a prepper. And it hands down to them, like... Good for them. If anything really happened, they are on top. Like, they're the alpha dog because yes. they have prepped for the whole thing for it.
0: So, I would definitely say there are different types. I mean, probably three levels mm-hmm. of a prepper. Uh, first one would be, you know, there could be a tornado. Yeah. So, I'm going to...
1: You've got some food and food, flashlight. A maybe maybe
0: a bag of flashlight. Yeah. And then you have the, well... You know, You're starting I, to get a little bit crazy. Yeah, like maybe ease up in, a little bit. Maybe instead of just a flashlight and a little bit of food, you have a whole cellar full of food and water,
1: mm-hmm.
0: extra batteries, stuff like that, uh, and, and
1: then it's and then like you get into the ease, extreme. Ease up a little yeah. bit, like yeah, this is getting um, wow.
0: That that would be the,
1: the secret hideouts and shipping things like
0: that. container yeah. in the yard. Uh, I mean, years and years of food and oh, batteries and, yeah. oh yeah. I mean, solar panels and all this to recharge. That would be uh, extreme. I mean, that is extreme prepping. It's extreme,
1: but if extreme measurements call for extreme prepping, yeah, like if something big actually broke out, like, that guy's like, all those years, everyone kept dogging on me. Look at me now. Exactly. Perfectly fine. And, and then the people that are like, oh, tornado could happen. They get by, they're fine. Yeah. They've got a backpack and some food. Like, you're okay for the night. But you
0: still prep for yeah, it. Yeah, you
1: still prep. Like, you didn't just, like, walk outside in, like, your robe and house shoes. Like, oh, tornado, it'll be fine. Mm-hmm. And just walk away. No, like, you'll panic. Everyone does. It's, I would a, it's like a natural to, disaster.
0: I would like to talk to somebody who extremely preps, though. So Definitely. if you are somebody who preps ex- to the extreme, uh, feel free to email Ed the producer at thecrypticworld.com. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, we can talk from there uh is it a waste though do you think is it a waste of time Mm, do you think to
1: to what extent really like back to the extreme prepping like if you're really taking time away from like your job family like you're missing bills and stuff Mm -hmm. just so you can prep that's a bit much but like if you're like ten dollars here and there like kind of going, like, month by month, like, week by week and things like that, like, yeah, I get that, like, tornado season in the Midwest, like, people are going to invest more money into that rather than just throughout the regular year itself, like, yeah, because they know that that's going to happen, like, it's not just going to be like, oh, we're not doing it this year, like, it happens every single year.
0: Well, I think a lot of people, for them, it's not just, oh, I'm a prepper, I have yeah. this, I have this, I think it's a the way they live too. exactly like I mean, it's almost
1: a lifestyle if you're that big they're it's going
0: over you know what if this happened mm-hmm. if this happens and then what if this happens as well exactly they have a plan plan like they're not a prepping for plan like b plan c yeah. yeah they're they're in it and exactly they're gonna they're gonna keep doing it like until... they're a
1: full-time prepper exactly exactly
0: With, well i mean you gotta have that is is a waste of money
1: it, yeah it it could be because if you're buying like twenty thousand, thirty thousand dollar like storage crates, just so you can store a bunch of food in it and like burying it underground, like that's mm.
0: well, honestly, I think a shipping container you could probably get a good deal for like twenty five hundred bucks.
1: Maybe, but the people that are out buying them are spending
0: building fortresses yeah, out of building, shipping containers, yeah. and the solar panels
1: I think would be what would w- would really like take a toll on your. Bank account, but yeah, be getting.
0: But uh, it really like
1: help you like in the future, like if it did actually happen, like if there's a huge like power surge, no one had power, and
0: oh, you got power though.
1: Yeah, you'd have power exactly, and yeah, you'd have like you'd two hundred hats. thousand dollars worth of solar panels, and yeah. then everyone was like, "Oh, look at Jim across the road buying out that field, so he could have two hundred thousand dollars worth of solar panels." What mm-hmm. an idiot! Power surge happens, or like, look at Jim over there with his. Nice lit up house because yeah. he
0: has two hundred thousand dollars worth Xbox. Of. Yeah, seriously. So the these people prep for disaster, mm-hmm. and let's talk about that for a minute. So what kind of disaster? We'll start with that. What the, the, the disaster part? Like different what, disasters. Yeah. So you have people obviously in the Midwest who prep a little bit for a tornado. Yeah. Maybe some more than others. Uh, Sometimes snow, ice like storms. What else would you? prep for what else would you m- the minimum prepping done
1: me what personally be, no or i'm just, saying like
0: what do you think people would prep for but the minimal um, amount of prepping
1: probably like a outbreak of like some disease or something well i'm talking about disaster disaster wise tornadoes hurricanes high winds snowstorms everything but it varies region to region mm-hmm. that's a thing like in the Midwest, you won't get hurricanes because there's not really any massive bodies of water. And there's, we won't there's really...
2: There's not get... really any? Like, there's not
1: Well, there is some, but not like <laughs> the Atlantic Ocean and everything yeah. right next to you. Like, we're not preparing for a hurricane. We'll prepare for a tornado, which is kind of the same, but it's not... Atlantic. Well, you also
0: have to think that some people live, live uh, on mountains. So true. they probably have... They've probably got all sorts of stuff. Yeah, for, like, avalanches, snowstorms, stuff like that.
1: Exactly. Um, I wonder how much money they have invested into like, generators and, like, solar panels and stuff. Because, you know, like, probably about a quarter of the year they have no power. Yeah. And then, oh, man, that would be... That's when the money comes back into the toll for it.
0: See, I personally... I don't have a prep plan for anything. I, just, I don't either. I have a flashlight in case of a tornado,
1: mm-hmm. and I don't
0: even have food.
1: I don't I don't either. I just have my phone for my flashlight, honestly, because yeah. I'll try to keep it charged as long as possible, but like, especially in like a bad storm and stuff, then I plug it in until the power goes out, and I'm like, well, here we go.
0: You and should then, invest into a really good flashlight.
1: Yeah, I probably definitely should, because um, so I really don't want to just have a campfire in my basement.
0: What about, like... Uh, what about disease?
1: Diseases.
0: So, do you think, think people are prepping for the uh, coronavirus?
1: Yeah. You think I, I think so now. I'm not saying like that not they should like, because no, it's but don't it has, don't listen to us for this. Yeah, listen. We, listen to disclaimer.
0: The news. Disclaimer. We are not the news, and we are not giving you advice on what to do in certain times. Um, talk to
1: someone who knows talk to somebody who
0: knows about. yeah wash your hands talk to a medical professional yeah um but back anyways to back it. to this
1: the coronavirus
0: is labeled as a pandemic so yeah
1: like it's a legitimate thing now like it's do
0: you think people are prepping for it
1: i don't know if anyone really prepped for it because it came out of nowhere and there was really such like a short time frame to really prep but there's definitely people now that are like because actually now like hand sanitizer shooting up toilet paper is like, disappearing left and right. I guess and I
0: shouldn't say just the coronavirus, because there, I'm sure there are people that prep for disease. Yeah, just overall
1: diseases, like, with respirators and just everything that you could yeah. possibly think of.
0: Which, I mean, could be
1: good, could be bad. Yeah. Because, I mean, pretty we much... you want to hope
0: that you spending all your money on respirators and stuff like that is a waste of money, but...
1: Until it re- happens, it, and then you're yeah. like, good thing I have, like... 4,000 clean respirators that have never been out of the box. Exactly, and you never get sick. Exactly. So,
0: now, the collapse of a civilization, so the economy, Mm -hmm. stuff like that, do you think people that prep for that, I think, I think personally, they're prepping for the riot phase, you know, the... Yeah,
1: like, everyone wants, like... The, the outbreak looting. and stuff like that. Like, they want almost like the purge, basically. Like, yeah. they just want to be free, like, no laws, nothing. So, how, until would, it you, actually how
0: would you, not you personally, but how do you think people who prep like that, how, how do you think they prep?
1: Ooh, probably a lot of like outdoors kind of like, like in the nature kind of thing. Oh, like, they really want to like isolate themselves and like.
0: So, really, bug out. Like, Cabins Yeah, like bug-out like
1: cabins and things like that. Like, they've probably got bags and everything. Like, they know how to hunt. They know how to fish and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Just in case, like, everything within the city really breaks out and they have to, like, flee out. Like, they have to just say, nope, too much. Not for me. And then they leave and then they survive on their own because they know what they're doing.
0: Well, I think depending on your city, too, um, if you live in a big city, a bug-out cabin yeah. would definitely be the way oh, to yeah. go. But if you live in a small town or something... I think I personally would just board up my windows and yeah, maybe watch from the second floor. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you what What do you think would be some good skills to have in that situation? Like the collapse of the economy, uh, riots. You know, people are just basically for just jets. the economy one. Yeah, just that one. Um, what are some skills that you would wanna wanna have?
1: Definitely like rifling skills because food's gonna ration really bad. Like, you got to kind of know and definitely know the location you're going to. Don't just wander in the woods and not know. So good tracking skills, basically. Yeah, so basically, the bug-out cabin. That'd be perfect because you know how to get there. No one really knows where it's at, but you know everywhere around it. So if anything does happen, you can flee away and you know how to get out. But don't just wander into some random woods and just think, oh, it'll it'll all be fine. Yeah. Because you don't know what you can hit. Like, you could hit anything from poison ivy and not have like poison ivy cream for it or you could step in some guy's bear trap yeah like you really don't know yeah so what would you do in that situation
0: um uh, honestly i would do what i said just board up my windows and just and
1: just not even so much hide just kind of like i would just try to out. wait it out so in like a smaller community so let's say about two thousand and like less people mm-hmm do you think, like, they would come together as, like, one community in case, like, another, like, horde of people from another town came in and try to, like, overthrow it? I think... Or do you think everyone would try to, like, stay within their own household?
0: Uh, it would definitely depend on the community.
1: hmm
0: I think where I live, it would... people would come together. Yeah. It, especially where I live, I don't think people would try to invade our town or I don't, anything like that. No. Um but you got to think like Boston and stuff oh, like yeah. that that's where Kansas City oh yeah uh, Los Angeles places like, like that Miami are just,
1: like huge towns with like hundreds and hundreds of thousands yeah, of people those, like those, those places are getting, break getting the out. Worst. bad um so what else do we got um, so, so what, what do you if, guys what do you guys think about
2: like when you talk about prepping mm-hmm. right these people get sort of a stigma right do you think they're on something, though? Like, legitimately. Do you think, like, being prepared is... For whatever. I mean, even the people that go that far with it, like, build bunkers and shit. Did, are they on to something, or is
1: there... I don't know if they're so much on to something, but they're a step ahead. Like, uh... they, they really are. Like, in case, like, that certain situation happens, they know what to do and when to do it. Like, why they're doing it. But if, like, one situation really turn into another one then i feel like they'd be like running in quicksand because they they like would know half the situation so if you had an economy overthrow and then you get some guy that's like oh i don't know exactly what to do and then a disease breaks out midway through it and then you get the preppers that have prepared for diseases they're like oh i know what to do i can do this Mm -hmm. i I don't know what to do in that situation because you only know half the story like you don't know anything else about the other thing
0: well i think it definitely depends on what i mean what you're prepping for uh and it's 50 50 man I oh mean, yeah some things are just 50 50 exactly know. uh yellowstone erupting
1: it could couldn't we don't know yeah you yeah. just don't know
0: it hasn't but it could it very so okay maybe if you live around there and you're like i'm gonna put a shelter down Just Um, in case. Just in case.
1: It's okay to have, like... Like, it's okay to be prepared, but don't be, like, over-prepared for it all.
0: Yeah, uh, but there's other things that people prep for that I feel like you don't necessarily uh, need to worry about as Mm -hmm. much as something like a, a natural disaster, a tornado... Uh, a hurricane, something like that. So it all goes back to what you're prepping for.
1: Yeah. Uh, So, like, what do you think, like, now I know the coronavirus and everything like that, it's taken off, it's real and stuff. What else do you think, like, currently, like, could happen that, like, people, like, might prepare for?
0: Well, um, I don't know, to be honest. I mean... There was Ebola, that happened. Unfortunately, we didn't have a podcast around then to talk about that. But you gotta wonder if you know people prep for that, or people prepped because that happened. If they yeah. started prepping because that happened. Now, let's Be- say that I'm gonna just put you in a situation, okay? Mm. The coronavirus is gone. It, you know, obviously it has killed people. Yeah. Um, If you, would you consider prepping for something like that again in the future?
1: I definitely would. Because usually things that happen once tend to happen again. Mm -hmm. It, It just really, like, pans out, too, because Ebola, they're comparing it to the Black Plague way, way back when. Do you think people that long ago really prepared for the Black Plague?
0: No, they couldn't. Exactly, I mean, they had just no,
1: no, no thank for no f- it. So one major scare really sets a prepper and like defines the prepper. And I
0: think that is for that's why they start prepping. They, exactly, they hear something or they see something, they read something, and they're like, "Oh shit!" I know I don't. Yeah, want that. I don't <laughs> like, want that we do to not me. need uh, this again.
2: Yeah. So, so both of you guys, uh, you're not preppers, right? I'm no, not. No. no. So no. what would it take? To I am get- a minimal
0: prepper. Okay, I have a flashlight and some some canned corn.
2: What, what would it, what would it take to get you? Like, what would have to happen before you were like, okay, I got to be ready for this the next time? Like, we're in a it pandemic would, right now.
1: You're still not prepping. So, so why would it no. Take
0: for me, it would have to be a death toll. Yes. You know, if it, if it started climbing, I would start prepping.
1: Exactly. If it started shooting at a really uncontrollable rate, then I'd be like shit's going to hit the fan. Yeah. Like, we need to do something now. Exactly. And then that's whenever I just start gathering, gathering, gathering. Like, that's when I go from, like, not a prepper at all to, like, almost extreme Ooh. prepping. Yeah. Like, if it's really taken off and we're getting hundreds of thousands of people and it's still climbing, not mm. slowing down at all. Like, I'm going to the bank and I'm just getting loans after loans and just exactly, saying, yeah. like, because if you die, then... Okay, like
0: I mean, it was it was gonna happen. Like it's gonna Where happen. You took like, the precaution exactly. Uh, if you if somebody came up to you, gave you say one hundred fifty thousand dollars, and mm-hmm. they were like, "Prep."
1: Yeah, like, like that's this,
0: it? Is, this is you have to prep. Oh boy, what what are you prepping for, and what are you buying?
1: Okay, so I'll shoot over to like the disease kind of side. So not digging into like the zombies or anything like that, but like legitimate disease. So like, that could, like,
0: Ebola, Ebola
1: the, Black the Black Plague, Plague Let's say the Black like Plague. That. Okay, so the Black Plague. So I definitely would get just a bunch of just respirators, like, gas masks, everything. So, like, I could breathe fine. Wouldn't really breathe anything in in case they dropped a the nuke to try to, like, simmer out, like, the population. Then, I don't know. You really got to shoot for that. And then I would definitely dig, I really wouldn't shoot for rifles or anything like that just because it's like a disease it's not a flesh eating like zombie kind of disease It's just if you breathe it in you're sick and there's no cure
0: so do you think in that that time the death toll is climbing do you think people would come together or do you think it would start an outbreak that's when it
1: would start an outbreak that's when like the whole overthrowing the government stuff like that would happen because one would just lead to another it was so just like it would, it's the domino effect, basically. Yeah. Like yeah. that's really all it is. You go from a disease, and then people are like, "Oh, they're hiding it from us," and then they're like, "We got to overthrow it," and then everyone's like, "What the hell do we do now?" Like exactly. we have two things going on, and we can't control it at all. And um, then after that, it's flat out the purge. Pretty like, much. it's every man for himself. So like, it's okay. Like if you have a smaller community to like really do anything with it. Mm-hmm. But don't be, like, a solo artist for it. Yeah. Like, don't Beyoncé it and just go solo. Just stay close, but not super close with everyone, just in case, like, that one person gets a disease and doesn't say anything. Yeah. And then they come back to the bunker or wherever, and then they start coughing, no one has the respirator on, and then by that time it's too late.
0: Yeah. See, now, if I was in the same boat, I was giving money to prep, I would prep for disease. But also, if they were climbing, I think I would want to spend more money on protection. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, you can't really budget. I mean, exactly. if you have food for two years, you have food for two years. Mm-hmm. You have to have respirators. You have to have, you know, basically hazmat suits. That's, exactly. that's what it would be. Uh, but you also need to defend yourself, because if it's going to... You don't know what could happen. It could be all the all-out purge, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, but that's that's my number. If I'm gonna if I'm gonna try to survive, I'm gonna try to survive from everything. You're at going once. for
1: everything, all okay. Every,
0: So the disease, yeah, I want to survive from that. Mm-hmm. But also people, yeah, cause, exactly. Because
1: you'll get the people that are trying to overthrow other communities that are like, "Give us your food. Give us your medicine. Give yeah, us because, this." I mean, and it's then, all running out. Exactly because it's not just constantly getting made. Factories aren't running. The government's overthrown. You can't do anything about it. Yeah. And then that's whenever like the bartering would really come in the hand. Like you would have the upper hand if you had all this stuff and then someone's like, We'll trade you five hundred AKs if you give us like I don't know, a thousand goats. We're like, okay.
0: Well, I think in that in that time uh, toilet paper would be a good bartering tool. Really? Yeah. I mean do you it runs out. It does. You go through a roll of toilet paper, like you got a big community. You mm-hmm. go through a roll of toilet paper a day. Yeah, and that's something that people take for granted.
1: It really is. Like now that you really like say toilet that. paper or a leaf, a leaf. Yeah, because it could be poison ivy, and then no one has poison ivy <laughs> cream because all your local WalMarts are shut. Yeah, you just down. have to suffer now. <laughs> exactly, Pick uh, like up poison ivy ass.
0: <laughs> I kind of want to talk more about the types of preppers. The types of them. Yeah. Okay. So, if you're a minimal prepper. And
2: What do, do you define as the minimal? What is the minimal where you would say, okay, this person's a prepper?
0: So, yeah, the the backpack, the flashlight. Mm-hmm. You know, you've prepped. Like really basically. You're in things. preparation yeah. for something bad to happen. And then the mediums, you know, like the medium-style prepper is like, uh, you got a little bit of food in the basement, uh, mm-hmm. maybe a gun, something, just preparing, and then you have the extreme. But the the minimal prepper... Do you think after going through something, you know, you have your little bag, something happens, maybe a tornado comes through, wipes your house out, you think they're going to go up to the extreme after that?
1: I don't know if they'd shoot to the extreme after that. I feel like they would kind of like slowly step it up. Like if it starts happening like constantly, constantly, like then I could see like we need more food. Mm-hmm. We need more of this. We need like, yeah, everyone needs things in a natural disaster.
0: Because if that wipes your house out, you don't know how long you're going to be down there. First exactly. Of. And I think after that happens so many times, it's not so much I am prepping. It's like I'm sick and tired and I'm getting pissed <laughs> off that my house keeps getting demoed by Mother Nature.
1: Yeah. See, I also, like, I would kind of label all of the, like, the different preppers. So, like, you're minimal, you're, like, intermediate and, like, the extreme on, like... How long they think the epidemic's going to last, mm-hmm. or like how long the disaster is? Because like if it's going to be like two or three days, you're not going to go out to your bug out but house for a tornado. That's but, just like, what you don't know. I mean, exactly. nobody knows. Yeah.
0: So you you want to prep to live there for, you know, but if years. it just comes
1: out like, hey, there's a tornado or something, mm-hmm. then the extreme preppers aren't going to go get Kevlar and like juggernaut suits and stuff like that. They're just going to go like into the basement and then like I don't know. 'Cause if there's like a huge disease outbreak, like just boom boom boom, like three million in a week. Yeah. And they're like extreme prep mode activated. Like we have to do this. And then that's when the extreme preppers come in. And then the minimal ones are like, dang, hey, well I thought flashlight. I
0: think at that point the extremes are like, Nope, dude, I already got a plan. Yeah. Everybody else, I'm, you called me an idiot, you All said right. I was stupid, you yep. laughed at me, guess who's living?
1: Exactly. Everyone, like, will poke at him until it's too late, really. Yeah. So, I don't know. I would never personally poke at one just because I don't understand prepping Mm -hmm. and things like that. Like, I wouldn't, like, say, hey, you're dumb for doing that. I'd be like, I could see why you're doing that. Like, he has a reason behind it. And, like, it's not so much that he's scared that it's going to happen. It's that he has, like, a gut feeling.
0: I wonder if some of these people that prep have anxiety about it, you know? I
1: feel like they do. Like, every day. Like,
0: extreme in cases. Yeah. Extreme cases of anxiety because that would be, I mean, that would do it for me, you know? Exactly. If I had really bad anxiety and I just kept couldn't sleep at night thinking about Yellowstone erupting and mm-hmm. covering the United States, I would take some precautions. Exactly. Luckily, I don't, though. And I could sleep, sleep at night without spending thousands and thousands of dollars. Mm-hmm uh what about like a red dawn situation so you know whatever country is just tired of us they decide to come in they end up overthrow they end up coming in Mm -hmm. and they've already you know set up camps stuff like that what would what would the ideal prepper have done before any of that like, what would the ideal preparation be for that specific scenario?
1: I really feel like it wouldn't be so much, like, bug-out houses or, like, communities after that. It'd be, like, underground. Almost Tunnels. like underground warfare, basically. Like, you were... Well, not warfare. Well, not but warfare, but, like, uh, living, like, tunnel-wise. And, like, everything is just completely underground, out of the picture. Like, they just want everything to, like, come in, go away and like that's it Mm -hmm. like they just want to like almost hide out basically
0: i mean they uh, yeah that's exactly what i was thinking shipping containers underground Mm -hmm. um almost like a colony i mean if you had a colony of shipping containers then you were unstoppable you know beds Mm -hmm. as long as you could have a system to collect rainwater and food i think you'd be you'd be set even if you didn't have weapons or anything because your only other option would be to fight back.
1: Exactly. And, and then like
0: you're not over if they have overthrown the United States military, you're not you're not no, doing anything.
1: You, you and your pink AR fifteen won't do anything yeah. against the whole country of Russia yeah, and your this, underground you're, you, colony.
0: You're not Pat Swayze.
1: Yeah. Sorry sorry to burst your bubble or anything. Yeah.
0: Because if I was, then I would just walk around kicking people going roadhouse. Roadhouse <laughs> <laughs>
1: Roadhouse. <laughs> So, if you were to really, like, I don't know, almost like...
0: Hold on, hold on, hold on. So, given all this information we have on prepping,
1: mm-hmm.
0: how cool would it be to get somebody in here who actually knows what they're doing? Like, has prepped, maybe not extreme, yeah. but...
1: But the intermediate not, level, not like, yeah, inter- yeah,
0: intermediate for sure. I think that'd be pretty cool. That would be cool. So back again, if you are a prepper, please email at the producer at thecrypticworld.com. dot com, and
1: we'll get you in the studio. And then to most talk. definitely have interviews, questions. Just I want to know everything about. Yeah, it. like teach I want to know, like
0: teach us what we
2: don't know. Yeah, I, I would love to get someone in here who could like. Just lay it all out. Like this is what you have to have. Yeah. This is how much food you have to have. This is how many guns you have to have. This is, you know, how much water you have to have. Somebody's got all this information, and I'm sure I, I know all this information is is out there. You can find it, but having someone who's like passionate about it yeah. and and wants to first really talk hand, about first it would be absolutely amazing. It.
0: Because then that you know I can only read so much. Having firsthand really
1: it really it op- opens, up the opens the your mind. Picture. Yeah, yeah.
0: Well, okay, in the whole prepping scenario, how many people do you think in a big city, like if you lived in a big city, or how many of your neighbors now do you think are preppers like if you just had a guess,
1: I don't maybe in my personal city, I'd probably say about five minimal mm. minimal like that's it like. Just because I don't really know, but I, know I feel one. like bigger cities. I know one. Big cities. It's the producer. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. And he's but, a minimal producer.
2: And the producer's not prepping. Yeah. He's a
0: minimal. He has a bag and a I, flashlight. I
2: do. I have a flashlight. I have a. I have a flashlight and a Pre- bag.
0: Prepper. <laughs> so is that's is that, that's it. I got to have a, a flashlight and a bag and I'm a prepper. Oh, no, yeah. Because you prepared for a situation. You're, you're, yeah. I mean, that's under my... If there's, a, if there's a book I don't know about and it's like, No. You are not a prepper. If you have a bag and a flashlight, then let me know because I'm going to continue to think. I
1: mean, just comment on our post. What defines a prepper, really? Like, if you think you're a prepper, then you can say you're a prepper. But there's probably going to be other people that are like...
0: "Mm, Well, you're always going to get the extremes that are like... Exactly. Yeah, dude, you don't know shit. No, dude, like... I'm up in a... Me? I know shit. Yeah. You do not.
1: You... You don't have. It's like when you show up to Comic Con
0: and, like, the cool uh, Deadpool suit and the other guy's wearing, like, a red dress that's been duct taped to his legs. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The extremes are the cool Deadpool suit.
1: Yeah. Like, the
0: minimals are the red dress and duct tape. Do you
2: think it's, though, more
0: pervasive than, like,
2: what we think? Because, you know, we see it on TV and we know about it, but how many people are actually advertising it? Like, wouldn't that be counterproductive to. To, like, let it out out there and be like, hey, I'm a prepper, because, like, you know, the zombies hit, it. Kate's running to Prepper
0: Dude's house immediately. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure a lot of them keep their stuff in, mm-hmm. hidden, you know. They have the to. Hiding.
1: Like, there's no way you Even can Even
0: on the show, I'm sure, I know there's people that are like, yeah, no, I'm not going to tell you where that's at.
1: Exactly. They just say, like, in this indisclosed place, like... This is where Bill has all of his stuff, like, yeah. all, everything. And okay, just so like, when, when it hits the cool. fan, I'm
0: going to Bill's house. Yeah, exactly. And I then know then it's Bill's 43 like, steps from his front gate. Exactly, then Bill's like, what the hell? <laughs> did. Uh, there are websites, though, that sell things, you <laughs> know, like packs. Oh, yeah. Uh, crates full of stuff. Really? That, not, like, shipping containers. Yeah, but, like, like, like bigger crates, boxes yeah. and stuff like that. Just yeah.
1: full of all kinds of stuff. Just, like, like MREs and just, and, and food, and everything,
0: everything. Uh, water purifiers, mm-hmm. not even life straws. Do you but think, like, actual...
1: the sales of like all those would like just skyrocket in the beginning of an epidemic? Like, yeah. do you think right now that they're making just ridiculous money?
0: Uh probably not right now. I I don't think right now mm-hmm. because I haven't seen any ads for it scrolling through Facebook. Yeah, so <laughs>
1: Can't uh, really, I don't know. I don't. I wouldn't prepare for this. Me, personally, just because it's early stages now. I haven't prepared for this. I haven't prepared at all. But that's just me. But, I
0: mean, if if it does happen, then you can listen to this and be like, well, look at you. You're dead because you're stupid. Exactly. And it's fine.
1: Yeah. Like, I took that risk. Mm -hmm. But there's probably people who have been preparing for not just the coronavirus. They've been preparing for disease. Yeah. Like, an outbreak. Yeah. They've been preparing for 30, 40, 50 years. They are fine. Yeah. Like, they are...
0: And they will be fine.
1: Oh, yeah. They'll be fine because they've got hundreds of thousands of dollars invested in exactly. everything.
0: I did see, though, that some some preppers go to, like, storage mm-hmm. auctions and they get a lot of their stuff just from bidding on those. Really? Yeah. But, uh, one guy, when I was watching Doomsday Prepper, and I did not prepare this podcast just by watching Doomsday Prepper in case you're wondering. Uh, <laughs> but, no, he went and he, you know, spent, like, 500 bucks mm-hmm. and he just sells all the stuff that's not useful and keeps all the stuff that is you know like blankets stuff like that yeah i thought that would be a pretty good move
1: i mean it really would be because if you get like, some good
0: stuff it pays for itself
1: exactly like if you pay 500 dollars and you get a pretty decent sized unit with a lot of different things in there but mm-hmm. the stuff that you don't need you can flip it around and sell it exactly and then get all your money back and then have free things exactly. like you don't know what you're going to get in there Like, you could have a box in the very back that's got a gas mask and, like, a whole hazmat suit and everything, like, still packaged up. And then you're like, well, it's what I needed. And then you sell everything else. I do want to talk about this one guy, though. It
0: it caught my attention real quick. And this guy built his home on a cliff.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: And then the only way you could get in was from a huge driveway that had like security cameras all around it like in the woods and stuff and he put a gate up like a it, they said it would take like 9 trucks at 50 miles an hour to bust through this gate jeez so he had all this equipment he makes all kinds of stuff mm-hmm. and he made this thing and it picks up uh infrared so when you walk by it shoots pepper spray at you just in case somebody gets in his house
1: mm-hmm.
0: but not only that What caught my mind, or what caught my attention, when you go to get into his house, he has a facial recognition thing that also picks up the way you walk. What? So, if he changes his walk a little bit, it won't pick him up. Like it will because of his face, but it's like one of the first detection things. that will alert him from his just like your footsteps and everything. Yeah, and it's all from his phone or his computer. That's so
1: cool. Mm -hmm. Like that's. That's extreme prepping, yeah. but that guy prepped for what he wanted to prep for. Exactly. Like, he, he had a mindset saying, I'm prepping for this, prep for that, spend a lot of money. He's pretty much safe. Mm-hmm. Like, you spend the time, you spend the yeah. money. People will call you crazy. You're not getting into happens. his house,
0: though, I can no, tell you that. No, hell no. I like the idea of the, the fortress made out of shipping containers.
1: That's actually really smart.
0: I mean, if you sealed them all off and mm-hmm. just left the whole thing open exactly. on the inside... And then, well, I mean, built on top of it. Mm-hmm. But I think that'd be cool. Oh, yeah. Most I mean, definitely. I wouldn't live in it unless I absolutely had to. Mm-hmm. And I maybe got, like, an invite. They were like, hey, you know, you're pretty cool. You can come live with us. I'd be like, sweet, you know, thanks. But it would be cool to have, like, a tour of one. Like,
1: yeah, how it's set up and stuff like that. Like, if I had that, I would, like, stack them on each other and then, like, have the doors open but like sealed off, like on the very outside of it, and have it like almost like a tunnel system. Think about how much welding you'd have to do. There'd be a lot of welding, but if you're an extreme prepper, that's nothing. You go man. for it, like you do it, like you, you are guys. You perfect.
2: guys kind of sound like you want to start prepping. I, I'll be honest yeah, with you. I, like I
1: kind of do, but like at the same time, I'm I personally don't have anything to be scared of.
0: I'm okay. I'm not saying like if I had the money, I probably wouldn't go build a fortress of shipping containers. Mm-hmm. But it's definitely not all the way out of my mind. Exactly. I might. It you, don't, can be, you don't. It could be a last resort. Like you don't if know I'm where it's like, going to be. You don't know yeah. when it's going to be built. You don't
1: exactly. know me. <laughs> you don't know what I do in my free time. Yeah, I am right? like, like, build I'm just, forts and stuff. I'm just sitting in a field all by myself. Plot twist: right over that hill is a uh, 400 Fortress shipping of containers. Mass
0: solitude. I.
1: Yeah, I mean, I could
0: run scenarios all day about exactly you know, the the best thing you could do, mm-hmm. which you know. But I'm not going to. Um, so if,
2: if you guys had to pick five things, you got five things, all right. You, the apocalypse is happening. You look out your window. There's people going crazy.
0: But I can get five.
2: But things. you can get five things. Any five things, and don't throw guns into that because everybody's going to say gun exactly, as one. Exactly. Okay.
0: Um, I'm going to get a life straw, mm-hmm. a backpack, paracord, a machete. And probably some cargo pants.
1: Cargo pants? Out of everything that you could have possibly got, you're just like, cargo pants. Cargo pants. So I'm not going to throw food. No, I take my, hold on, let me take
0: my cargo, I'm going to get a good pair of boots.
1: Good pair of boots. Good pair of boots. boots.
2: So I'm not really going to... Unfortunately, Ryan, you already left with the cargo
0: pants and...
2: my time wasn't up man my time wasn't up
1: Walmart is shut down and no returns customer service is the only thing out so this (laughs) apocalypse sucks (laughs) (laughs) you get get one crack at the apocalypse I'm jumping off a bridge (laughs) get saved by your cargo pants and paracord (laughs) alright so I would definitely get like a raft a cooler a backpack a Swiss army knife and then probably a fishing pole. So <laughs> you're going so, on a fishing trip? I mean, <laughs> no, yeah, I'm, I'm just going on I'm going on a, flo- going on a float trip when like there's like.
0: What are you going to put in your cooler? Like, why do you need the cooler? You don't have any ice. I have fish. Without ice?
1: I'll just put them in there until I cook them. Kate's
2: like the hell with the apocalypse. I'm we'll going fishing. I'm, go- yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm out.
1: I'm hell with this, be.
0: man! I had a fishing trip planned.
1: Yeah, I'm just. Yeah, seriously, like, don't dog on my fishing trip with your silly apocalypse. All right,
0: dude, what? Alright, well, we'll end on the fishing trip.
1: Yeah, fishing trip. If, we'll, you, if you want to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, anything, all support, we love it. It's
0: at the cryptic world on everything. Uh, special thanks to 312 Street Marketing. Uh, they do all of our audio. And a special thanks to Zoe. She knows why.
1: Man, if you have any further questions, comments, suggestions... Comment
2: down below. And we're going to retouch some of this later, right? We're, this is the last time you're going to hear about prepping from the cryptic world, right? This is not going to be the last no, time.
1: This will not be the last time.
2: So, but again, if we'll, you're if you're out there and you want to talk to us about it, you can email me at the producer at thecrypticworld.com the or Ryan or Cade. Also. Or you can
0: get on any social media and feel free to message us.
1: Mm-hmm.